0: Hello everybody, Poker and Politics here, and uh, did anything happen today? Oh my god, I was gonna talk about some other stuff, and I'll probably fit it in at some point, but holy shit, Twitter's gonna take the hammer to QAnon, or at least they're claiming they're gonna. Now, whatever they decide to do, if they just enforce their rules at all, then that means that Incarnated E.T., Joe M., Dilly Wyatt, and tons of other dirtbags who've been banned in the past will get banned again, and hopefully this time uh, Twitter will actually uh, monitor it and keep them off the service. Because, I mean, it's very possible if you get banned to just make a new account, uh, get a VPN, do whatever you need to do in order to uh, trick the system to um, present yourself as a different character. But these people don't do that. I mean, Incarnated ET gets banned and he just comes back with the same AVI the same everything, literally has the number of the new account in his uh, name and tells everybody hey, you got kicked off Twitter again uh, retweet me, regrow my followers, thank you, plus ticks they're, they don't care they are completely uh, deluded in their belief that they are untouchable, and that they have a god-given right to have access to Twitter, and that if they get banned, they'll just come back, and it won't matter. The Twitter will hammer them a month or two down the line. They'll make another account, and they'll, it'll be lather, rinse, repeat. And this is the thing: Twitter has to be up on this. They have to get these guys back off the service within 24 hours. Every time they make an account, they have to like let them know that they're not coming back. And one of the most important things that Twitter can do is make it uh, punishable to rebuild an audience after a person has been banned. Because that's what happens. Uh, All these guys, they get banned. And then uh, Beer at the Parade or uh, any of these... Lisa May or any of these people. But all these people, they will always help out a fallen digital soldier help someone out oh this guy he just got turfed out of twitter and lost his 50,000 follower account pick him up dust him off and within a couple days they have 80% of their followers back and it's like the ban had no impact whatsoever on them it's just a momentary annoyance where they see they got turfed they get mad then they just get back on twitter and nothing ever happens. Now, with the non-anonymous people like uh, Charles Johnson, the Holocaust denier, or uh, Milo Yapanopoulos, uh, Dylan Wheeler, Educating Liberals, if you're a known person, they tend to be a little bit quicker on the trigger to find you and get rid of you. But these anonymous guys like Joe M. and E.T., they, they just hang out for forever. Dilly has been banned. Dilly literally was uh, giving misinformation about a mass shooting while it was happening. Like the most egregious breach of uh terms of service you could imagine got banned on the spot because they were trying to shut him down so he would stop disseminating false information during a mass shooting. And he just came back. He's just back on Twitter. Every time I go on Praying Medic's uh, Twitter feed, I just see his jolly face staring back at me, smugly uh, talking shit about how Trump's going to dunk on all the liberals and he's going to win 50 states on November 3rd. Ba, ba, ba. MAGA. Hashtag MAGA. I mean, just. It, it, and it's like this man is promoting his uh, streaming television show, whatever you want to call it. Through Prangmatic, through Twitter, and they're not doing anything to stop this guy. And he is just like such a colossal dirtbag. He was like lying about a mass shooting. I can't restate this enough that this guy was trying to fucking, uh, victim, uh, falsely accuse a group he hates of being the shooters and just all this shit. I mean, just a total scumbag move. Just absolutely unacceptable things i mean it wasn't like he was uh talking about uh vaccines not being effective online which is shitty and bad and you shouldn't do it but he was literally trying to get the wrong people in trouble for a mass shooting i mean this is just man what a absolute dick he is and he's just on twitter like it's no problem at all just absolutely no problem at all now pragmatic um, Medic has uh, dipped out If um, have you, have you heard that Discord beep That's not you, that's me uh, I have very important Discord channel Going on right now I'm in a tournament for Secret Hitler And uh, For those of you who uh, do not play Secret Hitler, you need to get into that game It's awesome, I want to do an online game With some like big time anti-QAnon people It'd be just so funny To yell at Jake Rokotansky and call him a fascist For a half hour, it'd be incredible But Praying Medic just deactivated his account because he's trying to dip under the ban hammer. He's trying to limbo. Uh, Everyone's screaming about their parlor accounts. Everyone's pissing and moaning. Everyone's screaming about free speech. They're all children. That you have no right to a Twitter account. Twitter can do whatever they want. It's their sandbox. We're just playing in it. If they want to kick you out, they kick you out. If I get banned tomorrow, I'll be pissed as shit, but... I'm banned. I mean, it's how it works. It sucks. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm annoyed. I'm really annoyed at the idea that I'm going to get swept up in this thing because I got too many q and on hashtags in all my freaking posts. So, yeah, you live by the hashtag, you die by the hashtag, I guess. And join me on TikTok, everybody. Waka, waka. But, uh, basically... This is a really good thing. Um, I really hope that they go the full nine yards of this. I really hope that the bad offline activities encouragement uh, proviso they talked about does extend to being aggressively anti-mask. It, it, because if that's the case, then they're all gone. They're all gone because... The virtue signaling and pissing and moaning about masks that QAnon lived for, oh my god, it's all they did, it's all they've done since this virus started spreading is just piss and moan about the masks and, oh, I don't want to wear a mask, my oxygen level goes down, these fucking piss babies, these worthless pieces of shit. These absolute children, I mean, oh my God, it's so funny listening to them whine and cry about the fact that they have the right to spread a deadly virus to as many people as they can possibly breathe and cough on. It's so ridiculous. Oh my God, they're such children. It is so ridiculous that this is what has happened to our country and our idiot leader. I mean, just think. Just think what happened in this spot. That Donald Trump was literally given a get-out-of-jail-free card from his own incompetence and his own unpopularity. And just all of it. Because, I mean, everyone's like, oh, Biden's up 15 now, or Biden's up 12 now, or blah, 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 blah. Before this all happened... Trump was down 10 to Biden in polls, and that's why he made the call to Ukraine to try to get them to investigate Biden because he wanted to knock Biden's numbers down a little bit. That's what got him impeached. But if Trump had just been competent, if he had just been remotely competent and locked the country down, uh, handed out big fat checks to everybody told everybody to mask up, told everybody to just stay at home and don't do anything and don't go anywhere, and hardcore flatten the curve. And if we had all just maintained that lockdown for, like, four months or so, whatever, we could have been through the worst of this. We could have fixed this. And... It would have been the easiest thing for Trump to have been a statesman about. This would have been such a a gimme. But he freaked out about the economy. He was going to run on the economy. That's what mattered to him more than anything else in this world. So we had to reopen the country, and now we're fucked. And it's just it's amazing. It's really amazing that this guy was so deeply unpopular... So absolutely uh, just resented by the American people. And he had his chance. He had his chance to just do one thing right, and it would have put him in the game, if not ahead of Biden and the Democrats, by a mile. He could have been a hero. And he bricked it so goddamn hard, it's not even funny. And his idiot followers are just... Just running like lemmings off a cliff, doing the worst, stupidest things imaginable in his name oh trump does 't like masks i don 't like masks i mean just so idiotic, so incredibly childish, and it 's where we are now i mean it 's where we 're deal what 's what we're dealing with it 's just so ridiculous that that 's it 's come to this that we are now living in this hell world, and this is the situation we are involved in where we have just this incredibly stupid man leading an army of incredibly stupid people that support him doing incredibly stupid and dangerous things. And hopefully the, the stupidity that they engage in will get them removed from Twitter. I want them off Twitter. I, I, I've i heard all the stories. I, I You can argue deplatforming pro-con until the cows come home. I want grandma to not be able to find her QAnon addiction. I want this made smaller. I know that making it smaller makes it potentially more violent because when these people go to vote or they go to Telegram or they go to whatever smaller niche market they're going to go to, that they're going to feel like they're in the company of, of friends exclusively and they're going to say horrible things and they're going to be extremist. And it's going to be ugly. And that's bad. But I read QAnon casualties. It sucks. I get DM'd by people who have lost family to this shit. And it sucks. It's just so depressing. The reach and the scope of this thing. And if we can just push this monster back into the box just a little bit. I'll take it. Because... I think the extremism is already baked in the cake. I mean, I don't think that it's it's going to get more violent than it already was going to be because these people are who they are and they've been motivated to a bad bad level of uh, hatred, a bad level of just vi- desire for violence against the other. They're great enemy and... They've been, again, told over and over and over again that Q will conduct the violence. Q will kill their enemies for them. And when they find out their enemies are not going to be killed by Q, that's when shit gets really bad. So that's why November 4th is going to be really scary. So, that's where we are. I mean, it's just... um, Push them back. Push them back. Get them in the box. Shrink it. Make it so that people can talk to their grandparents again. Make it so that people are willing to bring their grandchildren to see mom and on Thanksgiving again. Get these people away from these sociopaths. Get them off of this shit. Facebook's gonna have to do a lot of work on this, but like just get the rank and file people who've been poisoned by this crap, get this crap away from them. So they don't know where to go to get it And they stop reading it And then they just start looking at happy kitten pictures And they talk to their families And they get disconnected from the cult And they get brought back into the real world With their families who love them And want them to be the way they were Before the cult took them over and ate their brains So I hope it all happens I hope it all happens a lot Now, uh, in other news, uh, I was going to talk about Kevin Ship being really smart and I'm going to do a quick little segue on that right now because I had mentioned this on an earlier podcast that the smart move was to disavow 8-kun-q while still maintaining the legitimacy of uh, 8-chan-q and uh, even 4-chan-q, you can put him in there too. But just disavowing 8 was a really good idea, because A Q sucks, and you can just claim it got taken over by bad people. That the real Q was sidelined or compromised, and bad Q took it over. And this is a really smart move by uh, Kevin Ship because it allows him to maintain solidarity with the message and the idea of Q but it allows him to distance himself from the person that is Q because Kevin Shipp probably sees the polls, probably understands what's happening here, and he's just like, well, Trump's going to go down in a few months, so i got to get ahead of this thing. And that's the thing, is that 8 Kun Q is telling you Trump's going to crush it, Trump's going to win, don't worry about it, trust the plan, boom, we're going to get this, we're going to win, we're going to dominate. And... These QAnon idiots, all these grifters can see is, is the week or the month in front of them. All they can, all Jordan Sather can think about is selling another pot of his $30 coffee, or another cute coin, or another healing crystal. All Praying Medic can do is try to sell another one of his shitty books, or a $120 faith healing class. Just... All of that. like These guys are just living for the moment. They just wake up today trying to wring as much money out of today as they can. They don't worry about tomorrow. And the problem for them is that tomorrow's coming. And it's coming hard. And they're going to have to make a lot of excuses for why things didn't break the way the super secret spy said they were going to break. And there is going to become a faction of QAnon that's going to say, you know what? 8 couldn't Q like to us. He was kind of shitty with the whole uh, California primary voting thing, and all the rest of the stuff that he just couldn't stop getting wrong because he sucked at his job and was bad. So, Ship has put himself in the right possible in the right spot for the for this possibility. think that about this think that ship probably knows what the schedule is for the next out of shadows movie and he probably knows that they're going to release it after the election i mean they might try to release it like before right before the election to try to pill some people try to get some votes for trump but maybe they are not there maybe production isn't uh, as clean and he knows that they're probably going to be releasing this thing around, like, January 2021, and the election's already going to come and gone. And this is the thing, is that if Trump loses, which, I mean, God, how, how will he not, but if Trump loses and you release Out of Shadows 2 after the election, who's looking better than Kevin Schick? He, and the best part about Ash of Shadows is he didn't even talk about Q. So he can pretend like he didn't even bring this up. He can just do his shit where he's just CIA whistleblower, Kevin Ship, And he just just talks. Just talks big about how he knows what he's talking about. And he's a smart guy. And donate to my Patreon and give me money, you you scum, you slugs, you, you rubes. And you just have Kevin Ship do this and the people who follow him and know him are like, hey, he called it on Q he knew that the Great Awakening was real, but the guy that was telling us Trump was going to win not on the level that's Kevin Ship. I like the cut of his jib so he's really set himself up well and he's already ready for the post election schism and the damage that's going to happen to the QAnon community as a result of the election and that's that's being a smart cookie that's that's being that's getting ahead of it. that's actually planning for the future because none of these people are planning for the future, and it's really ridiculous to me about that. I mean, again, Q was designed to be a week-long larp in October of 2017. I think it was supposed to be bing bang boom. This was not supposed to happen. They were not supposed to be this far along. Never planned it. Never hoped for it. Don't know what to do with it. Panicking. Patriots in control. Panic. So, I mean, it's just it's just very funny that like, this is what's happened. So, I mean, just really mind-blowing stuff. And all of this then covers up the fact that, that Trump had another disastrous press conference where he uh, reiterated that people should be wearing masks and that he wished... Uh, Maxwell well that he's like yay well you know what happened tough break for her well, I hope she does okay I'm rooting well for her I mean like, literally the exact opposite of what he should be saying if he was actually the man that QAnon thought he, him to be that he should be like well I hope she's I hope that she has a fair trial then she's punished to the full extent of the law for any crimes that she is convicted of Uh, I am horrified by the allegations against this woman, and I hope that uh, our prosecutors do everything to uh, present a clear and compelling case against her. Uh, The Jeffrey Epstein case was tragic, and his death in prison robbed his victims of the ability to get justice. I hope justice is found for the victims in this case as well easiest thing in the world to say, and he can't do it, because he's just President Smoothbrain. He's just, like, the biggest idiot that has ever existed. He's just so unbelievably incompetent. It's really mind-blowing. It is really baffling. So, uh, all of that happened, and, I mean, good lord. Good lord. It's... It's amazing. It's today was just a day where the news just couldn't stop running you over. I mean, you thought you, you thought you knew what was going on, you thought you were catching up, and then wham, you got hit by a truck. And that's life. So, uh, questions time. Let's get to those questions. The Grand Inquisitor, A.I.S. Millard. Uh, the duck that questions me unlike Dapper Gander who's the duck that grills QAnon uh, asks me obviously we'll need to hear about <laughs> the big news of today. you damn right we do. Regarding that how will the nature and discourse within Q evolve? What alternative platforms are most likely to catch on in your view? Well they're going to run the parlor. I mean they're obviously going to run the parlor. That's been, that, that's been kind of like the place that's been waiting for them to show up. Uh, they're going to be very frustrated and Angry on Parlor because a lot of what they want to do is just kind of uh, hate and uh, lash out at people they don't like. Julian's rum is going to be very angry, uh, quote tweeting the people he hates and like swearing at them. But I mean, you they, the thing is, is like as long as they don't get like totally IP banned or whatever they can make burners on twitter to screen grab stuff and then take it over to parlor then yell about it and i mean like i don't really know that there's anything that the people on twitter can do cuz once you release a tweet it's public i mean it, it can go anywhere i mean you don't have control over, over it anymore um so they'll go to parlor i've been uh dms with uh, the 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 greatest man uh, mark uh argentino about this and uh he's he was talking a lot about how telegraph is like very much uh like kind of like facebook in a way where it has more groups and more interactivity and uh telegraph has been a very good conduit for spreading qanon worldwide uh So, Telegram, that may be possible. Parlor definitely. You might see a little more action on vote. Maybe some of them will actually be... uh, Some will actually move directly to the mothership of of Aikun, uh, which would definitely make Jim Watkins happy. I mean, it's the whole reason why he's doing this shit, is to drive traffic to his terrible uh, site of Nazis and volley porn. So, they're going to disperse in that way, and they will also, as I said previously they will become more belligerent because if they're just if they if you're on 8 you don't care anymore about what people think you're going to use every profanity and racial slur you have in your vocabulary you're going to be a, a horrible human being you're going to be a monster and you're going to be very toxic around other people who are going to engage your toxicity with equal levels of toxicity this is just how shitty people act when they are around other shitty people, and they don't think anyone's monitoring them or cares about how shitty they are. So that'll be that'll be lovely, but what can you do? Um. So I think the discourse, and the other thing about the discourse is this is their victimhood. They they are Schrodinger's uh, cult, always on the cusp of victory, yet endlessly victimized and assaulted by a uh, foe that uh, is a uh, uh, rule, sign number eight, fascism. They are constantly at the mercy of an enemy who they are both always defeating and constantly being conquered by. The enemy is too strong and too weak. So, yeah. It's going to be very interesting. This, is a, this will just make them very much more Illuminati NWO-ish because this is a the deep state putting their their thumb down on them. This is the Deep State smashing them. And this is a sign that their god emperor is not on their side, not working for them. This is a sign that Q is failing them. So they will despair. And that's how this works. This is the nature of QAnon. It's the nature of this movement. Because this movement is just the Illuminati all over again, and now they're finding out. Now they're finding out that the happy talk of the hero was bullshit, and they're not going to get a hero, and they're just going to get pain. So, yeah, sucks to be QAnon. on. Uh, Lou owl who, bull who, owl, <laughs> who's my hero, because she originally had three owls in her uh, screen uh, name, and I told her to put a bull in to be historically accurate for Moloch. And she was like, we'll do. And that's just so, I just, such a great attitude. Oh, my God. I just, people make me happy. People just make me happy. Uh, On, in the Wordscapes, um, our Wordscapes team. If you haven't joined our Wordscapes team and you want to join our Wordscapes team, talk to me. I'll kick some people out who are lazy and I'll get you in. But we have this, uh, we have this player. Her name is Kara. I think she's, uh, I think she's younger she's maybe in school and she's uh, from trinidad and tobago and she barely plays in the tournaments but she'll just log on and be like hi team i'm going on a vacation this week it's going to be fun bye team and i just it just makes me laugh just just her doing that is just something that i find like ridiculously enjoyable for no good reason and every now and then people are like she doesn't even play she's lazy and i'm just like i'm never i'm never going to kick her out she's our mascot she just makes me chuckle and I'm the, uh, look at me, look at me, I am the captain now, I am the captain, so uh, so she stays. We always have like 10 people who don't play anyways every week, so her not playing or getting 20 stars for us is no big deal. Dumb digressions into wordscapes, oh yeah. Okay, that's over. So, um, anyways, question. I know last time you declared Joe to be the worst, but that inevitable ET has got to be at the top. He is a true believer. Is he a true believer or a complete grifter? He's tr- he's truly seems awful and non-damn stop. ET is the dumb, stupid, anti-Semitic, racist, shit-eating fucking puppy of QAnon. He's a fucking terrible human being. He's he's really bad. The only reason why he ranks lower than Joe is because Joe is a propagandist. Joe actually works at the craft of car- making propaganda with which to indoctrinate people into the death cult. E.T. is just a piece of shit who just runs around like a yimmering moron, making bad predictions that never pan out and saying ridiculously anti Semitic and shitty things. The, the like on a scale of like who is the worst like person, it, it might be possible that ET is actually a worse person than Joe, but like for the damage they do in the from through the movement, Joe is more damaging. But yeah, ET is absolutely just fucking awful. I mean, and the worst part about it is is that QAnon has no problem promoting him; they love him. When Donald Trump retweeted E.T., they were all so happy. They were just like, yay, E.T. got retweeted by POTUS. Ooh, yeah. None of them, no one looked at it and said, wow, the president just retweeted a vicious anti-Semite who represents our movement. Because, again, the media just doesn't get it. I mean, if the media knew who E.T. was and they had seen that retweet by the president... Like, they should have been on it like a dog on a soup bone. They should have just been like, the President of the United States just retweeted a vicious anti-Semite who promotes QAnon. Like, literally, that's what should have happened. Like, that tw- that retweet should have got him in trouble for what E.T. is. But because people don't know him and they don't understand what a terrible person he is, it was just, oh, Trump retweets QAnon, part one million, and... It really wasn't because this guy is shit. I mean, he's really, really bad. Like, when you go so far as to be part of the Blue the Jew movement, God, fuck you, what a piece of shit you are. Just, yeah. So, yeah, ET sucks. He's really bad. He's really, really bad. Um, what, uh, Tony, uh, Troy Francis asks, what was, what is QAnon's biggest win been since 2017, Epstein, Maxwell, or something else? It was absolutely Epstein. Because they talked about Epstein a lot. And again, they didn't talk about him being arrested or anything. They were mostly just talking about the fact that he was a... Openly known pedophile, and that this was a sign of the corruption of our government and our society, that an open pedophile could get away with their pedophilia, and they got a slap on the wrist, blah blah blah, and and of course Q Q and QAnon never bring up that like uh, Alex Acosta was the guy who gave him the sweetheart deal, and he was in Trump's cabinet, and you know but just so ridiculously over the top and melodramatic the way our media was about this whole thing like when Epstein killed himself or when, it was during the whole Epstein thing there were headlines that was like is QAnon right and the article would go on to say they weren't but you don't make a headline like that that's so fucking irresponsible to be like isn't an internet death cult that lies about everything correct because they called an outed pedophile a pedophile I mean, this was like Bill Cosby. This was one of those things where it was a known thing that this guy was a dirt bag, and eventually uh, something happened to move the move the needle on their shitbaggery to the point where something was actually done about it. And Q did none of that. Q did not, quote-unquote, bring awareness about Epstein or any of that. I mean, it was, again, it was uh, Julie K. Brown and the People in Florida working at those uh, newspapers that were the ones that beat the pavement, got the stories, did the work, and made this something that people had to pay attention to, and it led to law enforcement being shamed and having to go after Epstein, and and then then we got him. So, great. Good. But yeah, people thinking that QAnon had anything to do with that. And them being able to beat their chests over Epstein, that was their biggest win, absolutely, by a mile. Um, and lastly, uh, Cindy Radiohead says, do you have a speaking fee? I've recommended that my group of friends hire you to be a guest speaker. Uh, I'll be on the plane tomorrow, no problem. I am there, so sign me up. That would be incredibly exciting and fun. Uh, to be able to go anywhere as a result of this would be uh, the stuff of legend and a story I would tell forever so yes I, I'm, I'm there, I'm in it to win it uh, I think we would enjoy the Infinite QAnon stories and since I'd be the one recommending you I'd request to focus on JFK Jr. you've got it, no problem uh, I, am, I am in I, I will sign up so uh, that is ye old podcast. You guys only get thirty four or so minutes from me tonight. I know we had really big news, but like the thing is, is like this was the the announcement of the news. Like Thursday's podcast might be much longer because that might be where we actually start seeing the body count. Who knows? Like, they, I think like this the annihilation wave is supposed to hit next week. So basically, like, today Thanos snapped his fingers, and now we just have to wait to see who starts dematerializing. But until then, we're just living with the sort of Damocles hanging over our heads, and we're waiting for it to fall. And uh, it'll be very interesting to see where it does fall and who gets it, and how far uh, Twitter goes with this cleansing. Is it mostly just the banned accounts and changing the algorithm so that QAnon can't trend? And they uh, make sure that, like, when you try to post Plandemic and follow the Cabal and Out of Shadows and all that shit, that, like, that hits the block and they, and you can't get that crap onto Twitter. Um, do they just do that or do they just, just whole hog just, like, just just go in there and just fumigate the place? Just, just blow out all these cretins and send them screwing to other platforms? However it works out, we'll probably see some fallout by Thursday and I will uh, talk to you all then. Have a good one. Be safe and enjoy the day. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.